And we back, man, like clockwork. I told y'all this is the the last Monday of every month is when I'm going to going to do classic music Mondays and um Yeah, so Classic Music Mondays for October dropped yesterday. Um I reviewed the album of uh, the trilogy by the weekend featuring Jade on the weekend. Um next month I will be reviewing um what's the name of that album, man? I'm trying to see. Um what's the name of that album? My fault, y'all. That's it. The 2010 album Thank Me Later by Drake. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Uh, that's not really fair. It's Thank Me Later. Like, da, 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 da. I didn't like that album. I didn't like Drake at that time. I didn't like Thank Me Later. I didn't like uh, Take Care. Um, nothing was the same was good. Uh, if you're reading this, is too late was great. And I don't like views. I didn't like more life. Didn't like Scorpion. Um, so now apparently he has an album dropping in January called, um, the official lover boy. I don't know what to expect from this album. Uh, I don't even really think I'm gonna like this one either. But I released the Classic Music Mondays episode yesterday, which was about Trilogy for the month of October. For the month of November, I'm going to be reviewing um, Thank Me Later by Drake for next month. Yeah, man, whenever I, I release that episode, you know what I'm saying, Classic Music Mondays, I get into that. It's always a busy week going into it, like... Drop an episode Wednesday, drop an episode Saturday, drop an episode Monday, drop another episode Wednesday, drop another episode Saturday. Um, is that that's always a hectic time, but I push through, stay consistent, never complacent. You know, saying you know the vibes. Um, I like to thank everybody that tuned in for that episode. I thank everybody that's been tuning in thus far for the entire month. Uh, Black Empowerment Month is something that's going to be, I'm going to trademark it. I'm going to make sure that this is something that gets pushed. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to trademark this. I want this to be ours. You know what I'm saying? I want, us to be, I want it to be ours. Um, but I like to thank everybody that tuned in this month. You know what I'm saying? Everybody that was... Rocking and rolling with me throughout the whole time. And, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's highly appreciated, man. It's highly appreciated. I, I'd like to thank everybody for that. Um, But we're going to move on. We're going to get into this. Only got two episodes left, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Well, one episode left after this one. I got the episode Saturday, which is... Oh, Halloween. Oh, cool. Um, 
I'll I'll see what I do with that episode though. I don't know what I'm gonna do with that one. We gonna we gonna figure that out. Um, but yeah, no. So I like to thank everybody that's been tuning in. Everybody that was uh, giving me encourage, sending me encouraging words. People that was commenting and and everything like that. Man, I greatly appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Lechosa's Hot Sauce. Make sure you go follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's Hot Sauce. Uh, also, um, hop on their their website and you know what I'm looking to some some spicy hot sauce. Holiday season coming up. You know what I'm saying? Thanksgiving coming around around the corner. It'll be a great great little gift. It can also go great with the Thanksgiving meal you got prepared. You know what I'm saying? So make sure you go shop on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Make sure you go follow Cedar Brand for all the high fashion apparel that the internet and all social media outlets have to offer. That's O-S-I-T-A brand, all one word, Osita brand. And, and their Kickstarter is up and running. So make sure you, you get on to that. Um, please be sure to follow the Instagram for the podcast at podcast about nothing. Uh, on Twitter is going to be pod about nothing. Also, I have another podcast called Podcast About Sports. Follow that Instagram account at Podcast About Sports. Um, I post a pic on there about who's the best player to not win a ring. So go ahead, go to that Instagram, argue it out. Uh, that ep- I have episode three dropping, coming out Friday, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you're into those sports talks, sports rambles, and all that stuff. Uh, I'm gonna try to think of some stuff to do with that, but you know it's still in this infancy stage, so we're gonna we're gonna figure something out. Um, is that it? I think I think that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. So for this episode, again, it's Black Empowerment Month. Um, last episode, not the last episode, but episode I released on Saturday. <clears throat> it was about um. Solutions. This episode, Black Empowerment Month episode, <clears throat> is going to be about black love. So uh, we'll figure it out. We'll see. Hopefully I say some things. Y- y'all may not know where this episode is going to go. Y'all know where it's going to land. Don't worry. We're going to get there together. <clears throat> we're going we're gonna to get there together. We're going to find out together. And we're going to get through it together. All right. So let's get into it. Black love, strongest love of the of them all. That's the uh, that's the mantra we try to live by. But um, I feel like it's also some of the most damaging. Now hear me out. Hear me out, okay? Before y'all try to, you know, what I'm saying I, I I hear the Twitter fingers running rampant already. <laughs> Look at how. Black love has been torn to shreds over generations, centuries, if you will. Um, you know, the slave masters separate um, the father and the husband from his family, which it forces the woman 
or the wife, the mother to provide security and provide um, housing, provide clothing, provide food alone for her children since the husband or the father or whatever was taken to or shipped to or sold to another plantation, right? So that forces the mo- the the wife, the mother, to be a single mom. And, and that's where you see a lot of those dynamics still hold in the black community pretty high. Um, men not being fathers to their sons. Um, although, you know, during the slave uh, enslavement, um, it wasn't optional the way it is now. It wasn't optional. It, it, it was forced upon them. They would much rather be with their wife and their and their children, but it was enforced for them to go to a different plantation. So you have now um, a just a a genetic inheritance of black men um, going on with their lives, although they didn't go on with their lives, but that's the perception that now black men go on with their lives like they don't even have kids. And in a way, in slavery time, you probably had to do that to stay alive. Because if you're just worried about your kids and your wife all the time, you you, you know, say you, you, you put yourself in a vulnerable state then. But anyway, um, I don't want to, I don't know. Anyway, um, so you have these, you know, saying and, and and for and for the sum of the uh, those who were enslaved, um, were told to breed with certain women that were enslaved as well to produce a super baby. I guess you could say. Which is why we have the Zion Williamsons, the LeBron James of the world, where they're just super fast and then they're big on top of that. No, it's it's genetics being passed down. And um, because they thought we was going to be plowing their land for the rest of our existence. But, you know, that didn't happen that way. But I think that it's important that... In, in black love, we understand the history of of the power that our black love holds and the power that our black love held as well. Um, because in the empowerment of the black community and black people, we're talking about black love here. So... Um, the empowerment in black love comes from the exact thing that slave owners did back in the day by telling us to, you know, telling the black men to impregnate and, and um, black women to breed this black child that's going to be super strong. Um, that's almost some of the sentiments that, like, see, when, when 
taking the black man out of the picture, out of the home, he's not there to provide security for his family, to help them feel safe. Um, and now he finds himself in a vulnerable state, too, because a lot of times slave owners would rape uh, the women. They would rape um, the man, and they will also mutilate him as well, um, you know, cutting off his genitalia and everything like that to basically present him as this weakling. No matter how big and strong he is, um, he is still inferior to me, a, a white man, you know what I'm saying? And they did that for the black women to, you know what I'm saying, kind of change their perception of, oh, okay, so you're not going to be helping me feel safe. And I feel like a lot of times that whole, with when it comes to with black women, you know, I don't, uh, I don't need no man and da 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 doing all that stuff. Like it's, it's gen- genetically, it's been embedded into their brains since they were children. That you don't even know, man. They're not gonna be there to protect you. They don't get da da da. And no, we don't provide enough safety to black women. We we should be protecting black women a lot better than than we than than we do. Like we should be protecting them a lot better than we do. Um, but also, you you find yourself in a place being a black man that you know. Uh, I want to protect her. I, I want to do that. I want to be in a relationship with her or, or whatever. And, but black women, uh, cause I know that the, I do have black women that are listeners. Don't know why, but y'all, y'all come here anyway. And I thank you. Um, you have to be able to provide a safe space for a black man to, for a black man to, be able to voice his opinion, voice his, to voice his feelings, you know, because we're, we're taught by our mothers, um, you know, don't express how you feel, hold it in, but because that's because she thinks that that's how a black man should be when really we're very super masculine. We're because we feel like the whole world weighs on our shoulder. So we don't have time to voice how we feel or sometimes there's some black men who grew up not having to face adversity, who not not having to. There's some black men out there who never had to face adversity so they never really had a reason to like, oh, I feel this or whatever, you know. But I think it's important for black women to provide those safe spaces for black men. And I think that it's important for us as black men to learn to communicate better. We need to learn to we need to learn to um We we need to protect black women a lot more and a lot efficiently than we have been. A lot of their a lot of their emotional 
damage that they've obtained, a lot of it has come from black men, whether it be their fathers or whatever the case is. And when it comes to black love, it's not just, you know, sexualized either. Like, you know, even having friendships and everything like that, I, I think that's important. But during during this Black Empowerment Month, I and focusing on a, a, um, an example like this with black love is just, I, I think it's important. Black love is a different type of love. I, I don't, I, I don't envision it to be like Full House or something like that. Not even necessarily. Not even the Cosby Show. Not, not, not even that. Like it's real, you know. And I, I think that exchanges between a black man and a black woman would be different versus you know, a black woman and a white man or or a black man and a white woman, you know what I mean? Like, the exchanges would be different because I think we see each other not in a sense of, like, I see you as who you are, whether it be your skin color or whatever, but you have, you know what I'm saying, you have some white people, and also white people, stop saying this. I don't see color. Stop saying it, Okay. Don't do not tell me that you don't see color. Don't tell me that I am a black man. Recognize the fact that I am black. Now, being black doesn't make me all that I am because not every black person is the same. So but do still recognize that I am a black man and y'all ain't got to call us African-Americans either. Oh, look at my little African-American over there. Y'all remember when Trump said that? That's crazy that he he's actually been able to see his entire pre, um, presidency through. I didn't think he was going to make it. Um, but, yeah, stop, stop calling us African-Americans, dude. We're black. Like, we call you white. Y'all call each other white. But you call me African-American? I don't know. Anyway, um... Yeah, stop, stop calling us that. Anyway, um, back to black love. I think that something about black love is this too, right? Um, I'm not really... Now, my fiance is she's a black woman, uh, but I've never particularly been interested in white women. Um... I dated a white girl once in eighth grade, but that was for like four days. Does that even count? That doesn't count. Um, And the only reason I don't is I don't feel like on a real-to-real, eye-to-eye type of thing. Like, I don't think that she would. I don't believe that a white woman would be able to relate to me. Being black in America, you know, I I don't I don't think that that I don't I don't think that she will be able to relate to me. So that was something that I've I like I I I don't know I couldn't find myself wanting to date a white woman because because of that particular reason, and I felt like this before, you know, all of these cop killings and everything like that. Now I'm not saying that white women or white people period 
don't understand like you, you know we have allies you know like there are white people that try to understand like they try to you know but you know your feet just does not quite fit my shoes so you can't walk in them your, your feet just your feet doesn't they don't fit you're not going to have the same experiences as me you're not going to have the same interchange like the exchanges as me you're not you're not you're not going to view the world or view this country the same way that I do because your struggles weren't the same as mine. Now I'm not saying white people don't struggle. White people have struggles. But an opportunity will still come knocking to you before it would me. And that's been one thing like like I said like the reason why I've never really found interest in dating white women. Um and that's another layer of strength that black love has because you can relate to me. You've been in situations where you got pulled over and you're scared. Not because, oh, man, I might get a ticket. Not because of that. Like, I might have a gun waved in my face and now I got to fight for my life. All because I forgot to turn on my turn signal. Now I got a barrel on my forehead. You can relate to me. Being a black woman, you you relate to that, that just that initial fear when you see red and blue sirens flash behind you. It's just that initial fear. I, I don't feel like white people, they don't suffer from that. So that's that's one of the reasons why I feel like that's that's a layer of strength that black love has is that relatability, just that innate ability to understand how like you can be like man i was so pissed off because i had a rough day at work and da 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 yeah because roll said this mary said this and da 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 man i know those white folks be tripping like sometimes you just like they get it whereas i, I feel like with white people they'll try to rationalize things instead of Letting you get that emotions, allowing those emotions to like, you know what I'm saying, come out. They'll try to rationalize. Well, what did you do? Or, uh, well, I think they was just trying to, well, you got to remember that they're the boss. So, you know what I'm saying, just try and do that. Like, but whereas with black love, you know, you're going to let them, you're you going to let them get that rant out. You know, you're going to let them get it out. Now, now this is, <laughs> this could just be stereotypes because maybe white people aren't like that. But, I do believe, like I said, though, with black love, there's just this layer of understanding that it is being black. You do feel like it's everyone that is black and then you have everyone else that's not. And they want to say this is country, love your country, da, 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 blah, 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 blah. This country not so bad. Nah, I don't know about that. But. That might be the for the last episode. We might say that for the last episode, but um, for uh, Black Empowerment Month, I just want you all to understand this, right? I'm not against uh, interracial relationships or anything like that. I'm not against it, okay? Not against it. Love my sister-in-law to death, okay? She loves my son. She taught him how to walk. Love my sister-in-law to death. A beautiful white woman. Love her to death. She loves my brother. Love them both. I'm happy for them both. 
no knock against her. Don't see my brother no type of way. Don't see her no type of way. She's family. She is family. It's just like for me, I wouldn't be able to date a white woman only because just for me, I don't feel like that that connection would click. I don't feel like it would because I just don't think because I've had conversations with numerous white people before in my life. And it's just something about the cop part that just does not quite click for them. Now, um, not not so much for my sister-in-law. She gets it. But for a lot of white people, and I don't even think it's intentional. That, and that's another thing. I don't know if that's scary or what. But it's just that the cop part just does not click. So, well, I mean, if you if you just comply, that part does it doesn't it doesn't quite click for them. You know, it's like ugh, it's like that. Like y'all y'all don't get it. You you do not get it. Um, but again, going back, black love, black love is it has its layers. And I think that the layers have been laid pretty thick because of the the distrust between the two, between black women and black men. There's a distrust there. And we need to find a way to patch that. We need to find a way to fix that. We We have to. Because I was watching, oh, my God. Like, I'm scrolling through... Uh, oh man, YouTube. I'm scrolling through that, and this black guy comes up for some reason. I don't know why. YouTube was like, "Hey, you might find this video interesting." I was like, "What are YouTube?" Okay, let's find out. So I click on it. Right? No. And um, spoiler alert. I. Well, I'm talking about it now. So, in look, it doesn't. Okay, so look, Pete. I don't know the YouTube dude's name. I'm not gonna give him free a free shout out either. But he did a video of this thing they do. They look at girls on Instagram and then they screenshot their 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 picture and then they put it on a YouTube channel and they have a segment called Smash or Pass, where basically you're taking random people's pictures and putting them up on your video. And you are trying to decipher between having intercourse with this person or not. That's not demeaning or disrespectful at all. I digress. So he says, and this guy is um, a darker tone, darker skinned black man. Not not like, no, black. Not like that. But like, you know, he's. He's he's on the he is on the darker side of the scale though he is, so anyway he goes on there and long like and he I don't know how old he is he's in his twenties though, maybe mid twenties maybe I don't know maybe mid twenties, and he says light skin is the right skin. Now mind you, like I said, he's dark skinned. So the, the 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 simple fact that he said that enraged me because you're black. Your mom's black. Your dad's black. 
I don't know if you have siblings, but guess what? They're black, too. If you have an niece and nephews, they're black. So it's like, imagine having a child who's darker skin coming home crying and you ask what's wrong. And then the person says, well, my uh, classmate said that the bright, well, this boy doesn't like me, right? Because he said bright skin is the right skin. Now you pissed off, right? Now you going to up to the school, man. You got to go say something to this kid. This kid said something to my kid. Light skin is the bright skin. Now you got the principal like, you got a YouTube channel, don't you? Man, I remember 10 years ago, dog, you made a Smasher Pass video where you said the exact same thing. Do you see how before we even bring forth a child into this world, we're embedding things into their DNA? Because whether we recognize it or not, we raise them based off of these ideologies. And, it, and sometimes it's just by accident. You don't even realize it. They can probably hear you say it a few times or whatever like that. It's in them now. You're raising them to be this way. I, I don't know, man. I, I think that a lot of times we look at, well, it's unsafe for black people in America because of look at how those racist white people are. And we don't want to take any type of responsibility for ourselves. We don't want to take forth the change. Listen, I've been in, my fiance and I, we took premarital counseling. And something that our, I, I can't remember our counselor's name. I don't know why it's escaping me right now. But we take premarital counseling. And our counselor told us that it is, it is important to change to, to look for a different outcome, you must change from within. You have to work from the inside out. You can't say, well, you're doing this wrong. Change what you're doing and everything will be fine. And you're taking no responsibility for yourself. It's, it's almost like. And, it, and it's crazy, like. um, A, a cheating spouse, right? A cheating spouse can sometimes, a lot of times, beg the other spouse for some type of attention, can beg the other spouse for some type of. Now, cheating is wrong. Don't 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 make any mistake about it. Cheating is wrong. But like you have a spouse that was begging for attention, a spouse that was begging for intimacy, a spouse that was begging for affection. And the other spouse was just like, ah. You're just whining. And then they step out. And something we I learned from uh counseling is taking responsibility in a, in your part in some things that may not even like it may not be your fault. Just because you have a responsibility in something doesn't mean it's your fault. Doesn't mean that you are to blame. You know what I mean? It's just you have you have a responsibility. And it's like Dang, I mean, I could have been more affectionate. Dang, I could have been more, you know what I'm saying? It's like that. So when you look at in the black community, I'm not saying, oh, man, we just need to comply. It's not even that. It's just look at our black community, not our 
exchanges with police or how we feel about police just within the black community how can we place put ourselves in a predicament and in a situation where we know how to handle situations like that better we have to take responsibility and it's the same thing we're in relationships listen black women i know you don't like listening to us i get that i understand but hear us and really take heed to what we say. Stop treating us like we're your child. Black men, take responsibility for things. If you give your word, keep it. If you told her, babe, I'm going to pick you up from work, don't be at home sleep. Don't be at home playing 2K all day. Get up. If you're not at work right now and she's at work, Get up, clean the house, feed the kids, take the kids outside to the park. When she comes back home, run her some bath water. Take the kids, babe, don't worry about cooking tonight. I got it. Now, I can't cook. I'm going to order something, but I got it. Don't don't worry. Black women, let your man play 2K. Let him. Get, let, let us have something that we can unwind. Now, if it's getting in the way of responsibilities, there's a way to approach the situation besides just raising your voice, besides demeaning, besides uh, uh, insulting them. There's a way to get your point across. You ain't got to do all that. You ain't got to do all of that. Sit down and have conversations with each other. Ask each other how, how their day went. Ask each other how, you know, if things went wrong in your day, are there proper steps and different techniques you can take to 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 better your tomorrow? Sit down and have conversations, man. Really break things down. And you know what? This is even a bit past black love. This is for for all marriages. You know, you may not be black listening to this podcast. You probably like, man, my spouse not black. I'm not black. I'm white. I'm I'm the whitest of white. You know what I'm saying? I just like listening to your podcast. This could be for you too. Sit down with your spouse and have conversations with them. Away from the kids. Away from them. Take time out in the night where the two of you just talk and laugh. Watch TV interact with one another black empowerment month y'all now i can't let this episode finish without telling you all about the greatest tastiest hottest hot sauce in the hot sauce game they chose us hot sauce you can take my word for it they sent me two free bottles so i can have a little taste it's the hottest out there it's the hottest out there and if you're really into spicy foods, pick up some Lechosa's hot sauce. That's L-E-C-H-O-S-A-S, hot sauce. You can find their website on www.lechosashotsauce.com. Follow them on Instagram at Lechosa's hot sauce. Again, it's www.lechosashotsauce.com. Dot com, pick up a bottle and let them know that podcast about nothing sent you. Real quick, man, shout out to the Joe Button podcast. I guess they won the best social media platform or something like that 
for the BET Awards. Shout out, shout out to the Joe Bunn podcast. Um, yeah, man, black love, yo, black love. It's it's it's, it's tricky. It's a tough thing to come by, but a lot of times it can withstand a lot too, because it's been through a lot. Just genetically, man, black love has it's been dragged through the mud a lot. Like it with it can withstand a lot though. It can be taken to hell and back. You know. But it's really dependent on the two people. And that's that's love too, but you know, black love just has a little bit more flavor on it. You know? It's just it's just you know, it it, it just has a bit more flavor on it. And I think that a lot of times we take our black women for granted. And I think that a lot of times black men get taken for granted because in the eyes uh, in the, in the eyes of a lot of black women, black men just can't do things right. Like we get, you know, just and then also black women like coming home from work. Come on, man! Don't add that extra stress, man. Don't add the extra stress. There's no need for either one of us to stress the other out. There's no need to. The world's going to do it anyway. Come on, man. Come on. Embrace one another. Like, just embrace one another. Like, stop, you know, using social media platforms to express your love. For one another. Do it when there's no cameras on. Do it without a caption. Just do it for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop doing it for likes. Do it for love of the other person. I think that that's what's important. Like, and maybe we miss that. Maybe we miss it. But I think the issue is that generations before us grew up, you know, in single-parent households, they don't know how to love a significant other properly. And for a lot of them, by the time they figure it out, they're they're much, much older, and they don't pass the jewels on. They They don't pass the gems down on, you know, things to do to help your significant other feel comfortable, uh, respecting each other's boundaries, feeling vulnerable with one another to open up and talk more like we're we're told that men shouldn't express feelings men shouldn't express thoughts men shouldn't you know just bottle it up and die from a stroke at 53 years old that's that's how black men are raised to be and black women are raised to be independent Black women are told that. Wait, wait, hold on. Bag up. Speaking of independence, um, for 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 what's her face to go on Instagram and say, if he's not buying me a Birkin bag, then 
or or whatever she said. Basically, get you a dude that buys you a Birkin bag. Fam, come on, man. A Birkin bag? A Birkin bag. My fiance said they're like $30,000 or something like that. A Birkin bag? You want me to get you a Birkin bag? You don't even have Birkin bag money. But there's more that's being expected of me, though, right? Okay. Got you. Got you. PS5 is coming out, but I probably got to get that myself. Birkin bag. Come on, man. I can get you a, a, a purse out of Target. Does the same thing that a Birkin bag does. A, a, a purse is used to store objects inside of it. Birkin bag does the same thing. What are we doing here? We're allowing millionaires we're allowing i actually know the amigos may not be millionaires right what's her name sweetie or whatever her name is she, she i don't think she's a millionaire either but you're allowing these celebrity folks to tell you how to be in a relationship when they probably grew up in a single parent household too so they never saw their mom love a, a another black man uh as strong and as healthy and that's something else, too, man. That's something else, too, we got to talk about, too. If you're going to love one another, love each other in a healthy manner. All this toxic, all this um, black ink crew, love and hip-hop, toxic relationships, arguing back and forth, putting your hands on each other, and being like, no, nah, that's what love is. Y'all are psychotic. That that's not what love is, man. Love is understanding. Love is kind. Love is compassionate. There's compromise in love. And see, even for some of these women that say being in a relationship isn't 50-50, then what is it? And that's a question I want to pose all uh, to you, all of you listening, is in your eyes, in, in your mind, is the relationship 50-50 or is it give and take? Because there is a difference. 50-50 means you come up with your half because I have my half. That's 50-50. Do this. And then I do this part. You do that part. That's 50-50. Or is it give and take? Whereas like sometimes I'm not going to have mine. So instead of 50-50, some of these days you might have to go 85 and I can only drop 15. That's 50-50. Some days you ain't got nothing and I got to go the whole hundred. That's, that's give and take. That's give and take. Where you're not dependent on the other person to have their share. Because if they don't. Then it becomes a, well, um, what have you done for me lately? And relationships can't work like that, man. It can't work like a, what have you done for me lately? That's not going to work. What have you done for me lately? Imagine being in a relationship with somebody and you say that to them. At that point, y'all about to break up, bro. You ain't about to ask me what I've done for you lately. You ain't doing that. You outside your mom. This has been another episode of Podcast About Nothing. I've been your host, The Apex. Until the next 
time, which would be this Saturday, which is Halloween, which is pretty cool. Um, So until the next time, be love, spread love, and pray for Nigeria. Peace.